You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today we got an amazing independent comics creator. He's not just a creator. He is a publisher because he's the owner of the Phoenix Press. All right. He's the creator of the Project Access. He's a, a gamer. He's a guitarist. All right. But today we're going to be talking about his newest project, 2100 Samurai. Look at me. I had to pull out. I got so inspired. I pulled out my own joint. You know, we're going to get it done. Let me introduce the very talented, the one, the only, Mr. Nick Gibson. What up, brother? Hello there. <laughs> what's, what's up, kiddo? How are you today? Uh, not much. Uh, feeling pretty good about myself. Got a uh, fully funded uh, project. Can't wait to unleash it upon the masses. Woo! Doesn't it feel great when you get something, you know, uh, that you, you put so much work and passion behind it, and then that, boom, other people have connected because now you're funded. So congrats, brother. I can't thank imagine you, the you, feeling. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine the feeling. One day when I have my own project, I, I should know. Oh, and you'll get there, and it'll be great. Uh, I know. I know. I know. I have a very talented team behind me, so of course of course we will. Wepa. But brother, you, I don't know if you've seen the show before. I need some origin stories, Big Nick. What, like where you come from, where you were born at, and how did you even fall into the prey to all this madness? Well, unfortunately, comics? I'm not a billionaire playboy throughout this. I <laughs> just humbled me, hailing from uh, southeastern Michigan. Uh, you know, I love my sci-fi, love my video games. You know, um, love me some cyberpunk, some samurai. So, like, uh, like a great Reese's sandwich, I decided to mush them all together and create a uh, <laughs> really sweet, sweet, sweet comic. Well, so. Talk to me about early on. How did you even get into the fandom? When did you discover it? And was it self-discovery or did you know, family, friends, anyone kind of assist you in that journey? My dad was always really a big, big dweeb. And he always uh, kind of introduced <laughs> me to a lot of stuff. And it was kind of through him that I learned about oh. a lot of stuff like comic books and sci-fi, Star Trek, Star Wars, and whatnot. Um, and then from beyond there, I kind of saw a lot of, a lot of stuff. I see the comic that really got me into comics would be the new Teen Titans by Mar Wolfman and George Perez. Rest in peace, oh, you know. Yes, rest in legend. peace to the legend, man, for real. Yeah, so it's really bittersweet, you know, hearing about his passing because, like, he's really one of the things that got me to where I am now, you know, and it, it sucks, but, you know, cancer is yeah. really cancer. Hard. Cancer sucks. You know, we got people cancer. spending billions on, on, on stupid little software projects. How about spending billions into that cancer research so we can Amen. eliminate this goddamn threat already? Amen. Please, yo, please. I mean, it's not their responsibility, but, you know, spend wisely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I've had, I've had a few loved ones die for cancer. It is it is no joke. Yeah, I know. I've seen it myself, and, uh, yeah, it's definitely not a pretty thing. You know, and, again, uh, condolences to the Perez family during this time. You just know that he was a very special person in the hearts of so many comic yeah, fans. Cared. Yeah, Yeah, but he was awesome. I got to see him. Uh, the line was so huge, and I go press. I'm like, I, I, I can't stay here for two hours. I got, I got interviews to do shit, you know. But I got to see him wait. Hey, George, I'm a Perez too. <laughs> Legal name. So he's like, Yo, what's up? All right, and that's it. We left it at that. Really cool guy. I bet All that's right. a memory you hold on to forever. Well, absolutely. Well, it was him, Jim Steranko. I mean, uh, Sinat. I actually met. Oh uh, my god, uh, there were so many amazing creators I've met over time. 
you know, because yeah. I lived in the Northeast and mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, so it's like, you know, honor all of them. I, I even met Wolfman once because I believe it was Boston Comic Con. Everybody made a line for Jimmy P and Amanda Connor. I mean, I love Jimmy and Amanda. They're awesome. I call them the Jay-Z and Beyonce of comics. <laughs> but but Marv Wolfman's table, would you believe not one person was there? What? And I, I walked by. Mr. New Teen Titans and in, in Crisis on Infinite Earths, the person who literally defined modern DC comics. My dude, alone. Uh, and, and me and my boy passed. Yes. And my boy almost cried. He goes, this is heartbreaking. Are you nuts? Do you, I say, yo, as much as I love Jimmy and them, more, what up? You know, and spent time with him, chit-chatted with him. And then a couple of months later, apparently he got his due because he appeared in the Crisis TV show. Remember CW? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. They, they kind of did like a Stanley style cameo at the yeah. end, which honestly I thought was kind of nice because, you know, they were kind of, you know, adapting Marvel Wolfman's work. So it was kind of fitting that he made a cameo. I thought that was, that was really nice, and I'm glad his profile is being raised. He's he's really an amazing writer. Oh, he is. I, I even went to a repop event once, you know, uh, during the COVID. You know, everything was remote, and just, they would do something every month for for creatives to get together, just chit chat. Mm-hmm. You know, get get out of that that norm. That, that what was the norm during COVID? And uh, so one day I decided to hang out in the back room with the showrunner. Let everybody go to their breakout rooms. And as I'm just bullshitting with the show, and Marv Wolfman pops into the room. He's like, am I in the right place? I'm like, oh, <laughs> Marv, wherever you're at, you're in the right place. Don't you worry. We'll take care of you. Uh, it was it's awesome. Marv freaking Wolfman. Wherever he yeah. goes is the right place. Uh, it was great. So, uh, yeah, talk about that. Have you, did you ever get the pleasure of meeting Mr. Perez? Is he somebody that you look Unfortunately up to? Unfortunately not. Uh, oh. My dream was always get, like, a copy of New Teen Titans that you won, signed by both Marv Wolfman and George oh. Perez. Oh. Which, I mean, I'm sure they exist, but I'm gonna have to pay out the butt for one now. I'm not gonna be able to get it done myself. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I had that special moment, that connection. <laughs> yeah, now it's just like, oh, click a button on eBay and pay hundreds, hundreds of dollars, you know, for it. I mean, yeah, the issue yeah. itself is not that expensive. It's like twenty bucks, but but you know, now that he's dead, you know, the signature is gonna be a little worthwhile. Oh, I know. I can't imagine what my first appearance of Deathlock, which is his first Marvel work, is going to be worth now. I mean, I'll never let it go, but uh, that's his first work. But I can't yeah. imagine. So, talk to me then. How was it growing up? Did you have, you know, kids and people around you that were also part of the fandom outside of your dad? Or, or were you the lone wolf? I was uh, kind of a lone wolf growing up. I was kind of a weird kid. Um, admittedly, you know, no one kind of wanted to be around me. So, I, I kind of dwelled into my passions of video games, comic books, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I really fostered a love that remains to this day. What? If you were in New York at that time, you would have had a lot of friends. Hell yeah, gaming, let's go. We got the arcades out here. Let's pop it <laughs> up right now. I broke night one too many times at the 42nd Street Arcade, Times Square Arcades. Give me some uh, uh, Miss Pac-Man, you know. Well, dude, I mean, they had everything there. There was a moment even that my, my one of my uh, family members, a brother-in-law, he was about to get beat up because he was beating everybody up in, in, in Street Fighter. You know, remember how you put the quarter up I got next? Oh, yeah. He, this one kid must have gone like 10 times. And by the 10th fight, he goes, if I lose this time, I'm going to fuck you up in real life. <laughs> like, we're about to have a real street fight. We're yeah, about to exactly. Real street fighters here. <laughs> it was wild. I lucky I wasn't there that day because I would have been beat his ass and let me see if he tries it. You like, know? oh, oh, uh, you Hadouken me one more time. I'll give you Hadouken, <laughs> all right? I'll you give know you what? right up the jaw. Thank God he did not play me because I, I, what I would love to do in Street Fighter is breed Blanca and then pin you on the corner and just electrocute you for the whole round. 
Oh, my, my strategy was <laughs> E Honda and like his, his like you know chop. Oh, I hate that. I just spam the chop, and and everyone just they they freaking hated it because I you know like that or yeah uh, old lightning legs Chun Li kind of do a similar thing you know. Well, I get it, man. That that's called I call that the cheese effect. Cause that's just the <laughs> cheesiest move. You just pin somebody and they. You know, listen, I played this once uh, on a live stream, and me and my brother-in-law were in tears. Cause this is a, you know we're we're streaming the game we're we're, we're playing other people and I mm-hmm. did those moves where I just kept him stuck in man this guy was cursing me out telling me he's gonna <laughs> report me to X but I'm like what are you reporting me for <laughs> what did I do <laughs> so losers I'll do it to you again homie if you were watching anyway yeah so when did you get into then the creative side of things when did you decide to even delve into it. Basically, around my junior, senior year of high school, like, I'd always kind of dabbled in creative stuff before. I kind of like, okay, um, you want to try this? I did, like, a little short story, um, you know, kind of be like, okay, this actual story came out pretty well. And that's when I more did uh, dwelt into writing more and whatnot. And then things kind of progressed from there. I wrote kind of, like, the first kind of first initial kind of draft turn Samurai and whatnot and Project oh. Axis. And uh, things kind of went from there. Gotcha. So, uh, what steps did you take? You know, and, and what, did, did you even know what to do when you first started? I had no freaking clue. Um, <laughs> around 2007, 2008, I was like, my stuff is good enough to submit. So I started submitting to, to some stuff, and oh, it wasn't good enough. You know, like, <laughs> like looking back on the stuff I submitted, it was it was like terrible. Uh, but but for some reason, come uh, a company up in uh, Flint, Michigan saw what I was writing and they kind of saw some potential. So they kind of hired me on and oh, nice. Um, I kind of worked my way through that company, became friends with the owner, you know, and then, and then kind of 10 years later, we kind of finally kind of started getting our act together. We published the initial version of project access, uh, you know, that kind of, we were trying to push that one forward. And then uh, we're beginning to do turn samurai. And then I kind of had a falling out with that company wow. left. And then like the Phoenix, I rose from the ashes, started my own company. With blackjack and hookers, you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of like my marching order, you know, like the Futurama episode, you know. Um, <laughs> so it's like I'm going to start my own company with blackjack and hookers. You yes, know? yes. So for a brief moment, I was like, I'm going to call my company Blackjack and Hookers Comics, but ha, I no, figured no. that wouldn't really play well. So I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm a phoenix rising from the ashes, Phoenix Press. Yeah. Yes, thank goodness. I can't imagine somebody calling the office, you know, hey, Blackjack and Hookers, how can I help you? I'm like, oh, I'll have a hooker, please. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, so how did you find yourself navigating during that time? Did the internet help a lot? How did you even build the team? Did you even know uh, where to The internet look? helped a lot. I do credit my time with the previous company for helping me kind of establish kind of like a baseline. Cause like the person who I was with, he really mentored me and he kind of showed me the ropes of the comic industry. Like, um, I, when I started my own company, I felt like I was ready for it because even if I didn't know what to do, I at least knew the questions I had to ask mm. to, to, to find out. Like I at least, I knew enough to know, okay, I don't know this, but I know how to ask the question. I know, what I need to learn to get better and whatnot. And I feel like that was really a good baseline for starting a company. I really feel like that really helped me in the beginning because I wasn't like fully lost. I had, at least I had an idea of what I was, what I was doing. I knew what I didn't know and I knew exactly which questions to ask. So so when it came to the things that you didn't know, how did you kind of, you know, balance that? 
uh, research, asking people, trial and error, really kind of the usual stuff, honestly. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, how, how, what was the process for you to form then your own press? And was that an easy endeavor? Because, I mean, you're not just a creator, you're, you're now a publisher too, and, you know, you got your, your, your press. So, how, how I mean, that it was, it was, uh, basically, you know, the standard thing, two things, time and money. Um, you know, I had to pay for an LLC. You know, I got like a boilerplate contract done. Uh, just got, got everything kind of squared away, you know, buy a domain. You know, just the usual stuff, you know, when you buy the company. And just honestly, just deciding where I go. So, like, um, I got back, you know, when I left the company, I got back the rights to all the stuff I created. Oh, you did. Oh, that's dope. You know how difficult that is? So, for you to be able to get your stuff back, that shit is huge. Yeah, so, like, I did a revamp version of Project Access, kickstarted that. That was successful. You know, printed off about 300 copies, been selling those, and then... Uh, you know, that, that's the, that thing kind of fizzled out. So I pivoted and do my other comic that I was actually, you know, working on starting when I was with the old company, Turn Samurai. And then that one came out. That one, you know, kind of, you know, had a bit of a rocky road, but I made it work. And then, you know, I'm on to issue two. The issue two was a bit more smoother than issue one. And then I got it funded. And then, uh, you know, just keep moving forward. That's really. Yeah, so we keep talking about the book, and I have the trailer, folks. And then I want to show you mm. show off the campaign too, so you guys could pitch in and support independent creators like Nick. All right, so let, let's take a look at the trailer. And actually, let me take off that banner because we did not want to disturb the art on this side. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get it done, folks. Check this out: Twenty One Hundred Samurai Issue Number Two Trailer. Great, great trailer, great looking book. I love black and white, so it's like dope, dope, dope. Talk to us. What is the world of twenty one hundred samurai? Well, it is a uh, dystopian uh, future set in a uh, you know 
the year 2100 in a in new Detroit, you know, like a futuristic version of Detroit, Michigan. And uh, you have the main character, Kiro Earthbringer, who is a samurai from the uh, island of Songor, which is right off the coast of Japan, an island shrouded in mist. And uh, for generations, they have guarded this ancient portal. And one day, it opens up. And uh, Kiro and his, and his fiance Mishi are sent through the portal, and they're met. Uh, with a <laughs> very angry response, and uh, Mishi goes missing, and then uh, that's kind of where issue two takes off, and Kiro's left to his devices. What is an honorable man to do in an honorless world? Gotcha. Hello, Mary. Your marriage says, hail Nick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, what are the inspirations behind these characters that you have here? Well, uh, as for the uh, inspirations, I'm kind of pulling from a couple different ones. Like I got uh, Ghost in the Shell, Blade Runner, uh, Batman Beyond, you know, kind of all just Matrix kind of all pushing, kind of pushing things into a blender and, and whatnot and just uh, loving what comes out of it. What up, Alan? What's popping? You came right on time so you could throw your wallet at the screen. Oh, right? yeah. That's what's going to pop off right now. So check it out, folks. You know, let's run through this awesome project of yours. And you're the writer. Who's the artist behind this baby? Uh, a, a, a gentleman named Brian Q. And where did you find Brian? I uh, found him on Fiverr. He's a really cool guy. Fiverr? Okay, okay. I almost worked for that company. <laughs> oh. And I found something better. <laughs> <laughs> found, you know found someone who's going to pay you more than $5. Yeah, you know what I mean? For real. Uh, but talk about, look look at this. I love this co- uh, color cover, man. I mean, it almost makes me wish, hey, are we ever going to see a colored interior version of this baby? Um, Maybe when I get to the uh, collected edition stage. Cause, oh, okay. uh, so there's going to be five issues in this uh, volume one. And then when I get to, when I get them all done, I'm going to be doing a collected edition. So there's, there's going to be at least two, two different formats for it. I'm going to put it in like a manga format. And then more of a oh, uh, graphic okay. novel. And uh, I haven't really decided anything yet, but an option is on the table for it to be colorized. Oh, dope. But when you say you're going to do the manga, you're going to eat like real old school manga going from back to front, you know, even though they say it's not back to the front because that would okay. require basically redrawing the whole book. Oh, really? Okay. But more just like publishing it in the format, you know, okay. and whatnot. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Kind of think Scott Pilgrim kind of thing. Okay, okay. And look at this, folks. Look at these. You have feature for 50 bucks where we could get one and two in digital, one and two in physical, and you got trading cards. What, homie? <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. yeah. Are you going to yeah. pull out a trading card? He's looking around. Don't tell me you got a trading card, bro. Okay. Um, I'll put um, you on the big screen right now. <laughs> all right, one second. Uh, let me turn off my cam. Uh, I got to go and grab them real quick. I know where they are, but they're not here. So let me just um, – one sec. You go get it, and, and folks, he may have turned off the camera because he may be pantless. You know what I mean? Just because COVID uh, over doesn't mean that you know we gotta wear pants. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh snap! Oh snap! Pull that up there. Oh look at oh man, I love me the, some cards, bro. So this is set one. How many cards? Three per set. Okay, cool. So this was for issue one. I did a set one. All right. And then, uh, you know, here's Kiro. Ooh, nice. Oh, bet. Look at that. <laughs> Classic. And then that's uh, Dink Can, a character from issue one who will return. Yeah, which is very funny. That <laughs> he, made me, he made me laugh. I'm like, homie, I would mess you up. Ooh, <laughs> and yeah. then this is Mishi, you know. Um, so, yeah. 
I, uh, col- I color-coded the back parts for their elements. So Kiro is uh, Earth, Michi is Wind, and then uh, Dinkin is Fire. So that's why, you know, they got, like, the different colored mm-hmm. backs and whatnot. Okay. And are we gonna get? Are we gonna meet the rest of these elementals eventually? Is there a lot more elementals? I mean, this. this I mean, so much is going on between one and two. I'm like, holy smokes, what the heck? Ooh, you're just and, gonna and, have to read and find out. You ooh, know? my god, he's a real tease. This guy, let me tell you. And look at that. Look at those cards, though. Those are fire. I love them. Yeah. So uh, with issue two, you'll have a set, another set of three cards, which you'll be dealing with uh, Quail Stormbrood. Tyler and Judy, and then Ooh. if you get the uh, the fifty dollars tier, there'll be a secret seventh card. What that uh you know that hey. you'll uh, you'll grab. Mary's loving the cards just like I am. Yep, yep, yep. Get your binders ready, like old school. You know. Yep, and then uh, <laughs> size wise, I I size them to kind of be the same size as magic cards, so that like they're okay. It's, so so it's easy because so it's easier for people to like put them in binders and whatnot. You know. But thank right? you. Yeah, I try to I try to think of the consumer and whatnot when I create my products. Well, thank you for doing that because not many people do apparently. <laughs> that Why cover, do I gotta spend extra anyway? Yeah, that cover. Uh, I'm really oh, lucky yeah. to have it. It was designed by Arvel Jones. What? How did you land Arvel? Uh, we do a lot of the same cons together, and we stuck up a friendship. Oh, uh, isn't that nice when you table together? Right? <laughs> The yeah. calm, calm people that table together become friends and rise. Like, together. Uh, like literally, he was supposed to do a con I was at in February, but I had to back out. And uh, then he's, and then I'm doing a con this fall uh, that he's supposed to be at. So it's like we 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 do a lot of the same cons together, so it works out really well. Excellent. And, and he's a great guy. Area? You stay in the Michigan area, or have you stepped outside of that? I've done some stuff in Ohio. Uh, I I try to keep myself within like an hour kind of spear. It's anything more than an hour, I need to get a hotel for the night. Unless it's like a one-day con, and then that's kind of different. Yeah. But but uh, usually it's just, you know, Metro Detroit. I've done some stuff in Ohio, like done some stuff up near Toledo. The farthest I think I've traveled would be kind of Columbus. I did one in Columbus one time. I've done some stuff in Lansing. Uh, okay. You know, the Capital City Comic Con are really nice people, you know. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, he actually wanted me there, but I couldn't do it because of logistics. Uh, well, we got to make it happen. Uh, you got to do all these cons. So check it out, folks. Let's check out the rest of the tiers. Because, I mean, for $50, you get a little bit of everything. And anybody, anybody tease you, you do that, you get some extra. All right? Mm-hmm. Um, then you got the double digital for 4 bucks. What do you mean double digital? One and two? Yeah, one and two, both digital. Awesome. Bet. Then the real deal for 10 bucks means I get print? Yes, uh, print. And then uh, you can also add on issue one uh, as an add-on tier. Oh, cool, cool, cool. No way. You What's holographic? Damn, dude, you, re, you really getting into the 90s fandom there with the cards, and now you got holograph, holographic what, cover? Yes, sir. What I'm going to oh, do is dude. I'm going to spot foil it, and all the, like, the red portions, like the armor, the title, and whatnot, I'm going to do red foil. It's, that shit is going to pop. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yo. Oh, my God. And look, what's a backer a go-go? <laughs> That's a uh, special edition version where it's a holographic version, and it's going to have, like, you know, the backer edition on it, and it's going to be hand-numbered. Only oh. 25 of them are going to be made. Ooh. And so, like, you know, it'll be signed by me, and I'll say, like, one of 25, two of 25. Exclusive, and those are the only folks. Those are the only versions that are going to be made. Like, I'll, I might make more of the holofoil, but the exclusive backer edition are only going to be those. Exclusive for you collectors out there, all right? Mm-hmm. Then you got, then you have so many tiers. This is great. I mean, anyone could dip into their pocket and come up with something great. So, what's only the best? What's that? 
Uh, only the best is uh, the is kind of like the collector's edition. It's basically the, uh, the all together now tier, but upgraded. So in addition to like stuff from the all together now tier, you also get stickers, prints, oh, cool. and it all comes together in a very fancy package. Wow, really? For seventy, I'm getting prints and stickers besides the books and everything. Wow, shit! All right, this, I'm loving it. Now, I need know BBS or bus. What was that? <laughs> That's uh, where you can get your name in the book. Oh, word! Hey, there you go. For a hundred dollars, your name in the book. And what's four of a kind? I'm gonna have a uh, set of four limited edition prints done by an artist on uh, Twitter that I'm friends with called Lost Lenore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, mm-hmm. look at it. Look at the exclusivity you guys could get out, out of this campaign, yo. And then you got drawn to the frame. So I'm assuming my my ass in the book getting chopped up by somebody. Yes, you're. you're yes, you can get yourself brutalized as as any way you want. Just uh, just pay uh, pay me some three fifty. All right, three fifty, and I kill you any way you want. Don't you worry. But he's like the working in the comics here. What's going on? Trying to murder me. I mean, uh, if you want to survive, uh, <laughs> you know, you say so. Uh. And look at the character design here. Is she modeled after anyone in your life? Uh, I've modeled her after some fictional characters. Okay. Like the outfit itself. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched Altered Carbon. But, uh, yes, I have. Ray, yes. Ray, Ray, Rewa, uh, okay. you know, the, 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 the sister. Like that's kind of her outfit. And then looks wise, she's kind of modeled a little bit after Joy from Blade Runner 2049. Dope, dope, dope. So it goes Tyler. And look at this page, folks. Look how, look how gorgeous the artwork, the line work, letter placement and all. And who's doing the lettering? Or, or you have uh, a whole Brian's, team. Do, Brian's doing the lettering as well. This is kind of a two-person job, basically. Really? So it's just you and Brian all over the book? Yes, sir. Wow. Yo, kudos. Yo, Brian what? is immensely talented. He's kind of a... He's, I'm really lucky to have found him. A dynamic duo for real. What? Check it out. I mean, again... Look at the artwork, you know, Andy's Antiques. That confu- we are open, closed. Which one are you? You're confusing me. <laughs> Schroeder's <laughs> right. <Schroeder's> hours. Right? <laughs> I dig it. There you go with the dude, bro. I used to have hair like that. There goes Brian. Salute, bro. There we go. Um, Arvel Jones. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I've seen Arvel before. Yes. Okay. He's an amazing human being, honestly. Yes, I, I, I've, I've seen Arvo before. Oh, what's this? That's the card, that's, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the card I showed you guys nice, earlier. Nice and zoomed up. Look how, look how dope, folks. So that's zoomed in, and this is what it looks like in real life. There you go. You see? Dope, 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 dope. Ah, I like that. Those are the stickers you can grab. That you can get. Those will be available individually. Oh, those are very nicely done, too. Great takes on the characters. Mm-hmm. What? What, bro? And now this campaign, you already mentioned it. You are funded, right? Yes, sir. Right? But 46 backers as of May 9th. Hey! Mm-hmm. That was yesterday, folks. <laughs> yes, sir. So how much more we got to go? How does Indiegogo work? Because I know with Kickstarter, you, you they give you a number, and then you meet, and you're great, and you know maybe you could go a little bit further. Depending so on right now, I'm in in-demand. Which means that, like, the campaign's over, but if you still want to grab the book, you can do so, and you can still grab tiers and, and whatnot. So, any, you can go grab, go in and grab stuff, and I'll still get the money and whatnot, but the campaign ended on Sunday, so. That's crazy. Um, so, I, I was, all right. So, and the man, I've, I've never really seen this. So, I could still put in my money. You still get the order at, 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 as normal. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes. I just have an extra opportunity. Now, yeah, if, and it's going to be a little bit before I, I go to print. It's going to be about June before I go into print because I'm going to have to kick in a little extra money myself to kind of get everything done. Um, 
you know, so if you, you know, if you want to make it, uh, you know, a little easier on me, you know, give me some money and I'll, and I can, <laughs> that'll be great. But, uh, your wallet, folks, make it rain. Come on, make it rain. See, you're much better than that than I am because I haven't been to strip clubs like that. So I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> let's just say, uh, let's just say me and Sapphire are best friends. Hey, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, now I see the inspiration. Okay. Hey. All right. But this is dope, man. A nice campaign. Um, so after, so you got this. You said it's going to print this in June, right? And we, and backers are going to have this by when in their hands? By December, says he? Uh, by, well, that, that was kind of, basically, I like to under promise, over deliver. You know, that's basically okay. my philosophy. Like, you know, say, oh, it's going to take uh, 20 minutes and you get it done in 10. You know, like that's kind of my, that's kind of how I do things. You cool. know, um, so right now, uh, the plan is print in June, ship in July. You know, if I have to push it to August, September at the very latest. Um, you know, I'll probably do it in waves, you know, obviously, you know, something yeah. easier stuff first. And then, um, but yeah, that's basically my plan. So like people who order like kind of just, so, just the two comics should get it as early as, uh, early to mid July is, is basically fine. the earliest. So where are we with issue three right now? Is, is that, is, is it a she already written, done? Is it, is it getting drawn? What's popping there? Uh, so right now I'm kind of taking a pause on, on, uh, current Samurai. Issue three is written. It needs to be edited. Uh, issue four is actually written as well. And then issue five is partially written. Um, I had like older versions of the script that I kind of based stuff off of. Um, and then I, uh, this October I'm actually planning a new book. Uh, like oh, a different, a different idea. Tease, tease, tease. What we got? Mm-hmm. What we got? Can you tell me well, anything? Little hint? I don't. I don't really want to talk about it right now okay. until I fulfill this campaign. So you know, October I feel like, comes, I, you're coming back. <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 obviously, I'll let you guys know I got something else planning, but I don't want to start promoting a new book until I have this one fulfilled. Like I feel it's kind of tacky. Yeah, I mean, like I'll tease I'll, it, I'll tease it, but like, uh, you know, you can, basically you'll probably be getting more information probably July or so, maybe June or something, depending on how things go. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's I will the, the most I'll say is. It's set in modern times. If you're a fan of uh, DC Comics around the 90s, 2000s, you know, na 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 na. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be pretty good. Um, oh, cool. I can't wait to see your type of take on something like that. That must be a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Again, I actually did enjoy reading the book. It was a lot of fun. You definitely did a lot of characterization and building. Of the character, yeah. so he's like, so, okay. but you also leave me with a lot of open-ended questions. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, so issues one and two, Turn Samurai, I view as like a two-part television pilot, and then kind of going for the the uh, issues are more a little more standalone. You know, like they'll have their plot, but they also kind of push things forward more. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, yeah, with start with issue three, which issue three you'll probably see again next spring, like next year. I'm I've got like some big plans. I'm going to turn Samurai issue three in, in the spring, and then in, in issue. Four in the fall, and then the summer, I got issue two of what I'm doing in October. That's basically oh, my wow. plans for next year. So next year is going to be pretty big. Homies already scheduled out. And talking about schedules, and I know I mentioned cons. Uh, can we see you at any con soon? Actually, yes. I do oh, have. Oh, snap. Two. Where are we going? I, I got <laughs> two coming up. So uh, July 16th, I'll be at the uh, Great Lakes Comic Con Summer Show. Okay. Uh, that's uh, here in Metro Detroit. And then uh, in September, I'll be at the Monroe Pop Fest. So if you're kind of in the Metro Detroit area, 
you know, kind of mark those dates on your calendar. You can come there and, uh, um, you know, depending on if I have, uh, and the, the other thing is I'm not going to sell issue two at cons until I have at least most of the people have their books. Good on you. you That's you know? perfect. Because I don't want to be like some other people who put their books in Walmart before the Kickstarter people have their books, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That, doing that shot across the bow. <laughs> you know who you are. All right? Don't do no stuff like that. You know, isn't that nuts, though? It's like, yo, service the people that believed in you first and then go ahead and put it out there. Yeah, it's, 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 really, it's, it's, it's really amazing. simple. It's very simple. Like, I, I understand partially, like, oh, I can get my books in Walmart. Yeah, that that's a big deal, but, like, you forgot where you came from. You forgot, yeah. you know, the people who got you there and look what happened. They basically collapsed everything the person was doing and just see, don't shit on your fan base. <laughs> don't shit on your bed. Is 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 really... Oh, man. don't do an Amber Heard. That's what it's going to be called from now. On. Don't do an Amber Heard. Don't you, you want to be Amber Heard? Don't be Amber Heard. <laughs> Man, that story, we spoke a little bit about it before, but I yeah. mean, let me tell you, that's grounds for divorce if I wake up with something like that on the bed. I'm Talk done. about shit in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for real, it's, it's funny, man. I love it. Um, yeah. All right, so you got these cons coming up. There's the last question then here. And this journey you've had, you know, you, you got, you know, you learned the business, then stuff happened and you, you rose up and now you, you're smashing it. You have a team. You got plans. What can you tell any other independent creators, you know, that are also trying to get onto this journey like you have? Uh, really, it's just the three P's. Perseverance, passion, persistence. Oof. Really, that's really what, what matters most is um, you got to have passion to do what you're doing. Love what you're doing. Not Love not just the stories, but also the process of, of getting of the climb. You know, like I love doing the cons. Uh, I love doing these streams. I love interacting with people. I love talking with my audience. They're awesome. Yes, you know, they are. If you don't love what you're doing, you're not going to make it. And then you got to have persistence, you know, because this is a grind. This is aggravating. You're going to get depressed. Like, sure, you know, this, the, the, the last month was an emotional wreck for me, and it was it was tough, but I made it through through the help of my, of, of my supporters and my backers. You know, they Wonderful. showed up, and it was awesome. Passion, persistence, and perseverance. You know, it's, you just got, don't give up because you know, like, like just like life, it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. Truth, truth, and truth. That's for sure, folks. Just put your stuff out there. Don't be afraid to put it out there and stick just with it. Just do it. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I know that's a famous quote from from a, a sneaker company, but I mean, it's facts. Mm-hmm. It's facts. Or, or you can even go comedian, you know, get her done. That's it. <laughs> get her done. You know, do it, people. Uh, get mm-hmm. yourselves out there. Do what Nick, Big Nick did. He wasn't scared, and now he's killing it. I mean, dominating it, and he goes, he's going to continue to do so. So, again, folks, I know I've been sharing this all over, but please go check out 2001 Samurai Shutsu right now, IGT.me, right? Indiegogo, you know what, what it is. It's right there. It's also in the notes, all right? So if you scroll down a little, folks, on the YouTube, this is where you're watching it. The link is right there. Show the love. Not just that, but follow Nick, too, on Twitter at Project Access 1. And please, check out the YouTube, the Phoenix Yeah, I'm Press just like two, two people away from 60 subs, so help me get there. Come on, let's get him to 100 so he could, uh, you know, customize the name and get help it done. Help me get to the channel so I can, uh, so I can start getting those uh, super chats in. That'll... 
That oh. you know, you, you want the you want the money, you know. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, you know, he might he might bring some characters from the show, you know, and then give you a reason to go like this, you know, in the background. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, Nick Gibson after dark. <laughs> 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 It'll be fun, but folks, for real, support independent, support amazing creators like Nick. Yo, salute to you, my brother, for everything you do. What you're doing and what you will do. I see none, exactly. but exactly, yo, brother. I see none, but greatness for you. And, and, and those three P's, those are facts of life, bro. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your time and of your creativity with us. Happy so, to come on. Thank you for having me. Now, nah, brother, you rock, my dude. And people, you know what's up, right? What to do? Check out Compensators.com and TheCoverCapes.com. Check out Max and the Family. You know, outside the panels. You know, he, old time, old times comic book show. Uh, no price podcast, Definitive Crusade. You know, oh, you got sloppy spoilers tonight talking about some Moon Knight. You know, I, you know you want to get in there. I'll be right? going live tomorrow. Uh, oh, where, March, where, I'm, where? On my on my channel, I what do time? a live stream every Wednesday, six p.m. EST. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll be ta- I'll be I'll have a guest on uh, Wolf Spain. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, anime, comics, and uh, why manga is kicking comics ass. Oh man, ain't that the truth? Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, I'm gonna tune into that discussion. You may see me type into the chat, you know, and chime in. <laughs> As By all means, fun. please do. Absolutely. So, remember, visit the channel. All right, the Phoenix Press channel on YouTube. Tune in tomorrow, at six p.m. Get in on that conversation. I mean, oh, yeah. aren't you curious? I mean, that's actually a very great topic, and you know, it's a it's a very heavy topic too because, you know. You, you, we're talking to an American audience, telling them how these books from another country, side of the world, are uh, kicking your ass. I mean, yeah, I'm, I just, I'm a big I just, fan I just of tried, I try to, I try to foster good, honest discussion. Really, Excellent. you know, I'm not, I'm not interested in drama or you know, starting fights. I just, I just want to talk about yeah. issues. Lay down comics. the facts of this is what this is, this is what that is. You know, what do you guys think? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and just open it for discussion. Thank you for being brave and bold to do stuff like that too, because a lot of people are so afraid to get into certain types of conversations. Uh, but this is good. You you want to have a discussion, not a debate, a discussion. Exactly. So tune in, people, so you could see what what how adults discuss comic books and manga. All right, on <laughs> uh, on his channel tomorrow night. But check out the rest of my family everywhere. And with that, Nick, hasta la próxima, kiddo. Wepa, familia. Later. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.